Welcome to the I Am Podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things additive manufacturing, or AM for short. This is our first episode, so we'll be giving an overview of AM. Today we have two special guests, Dr. Quinteros and Dr. Monko, are scientists from Wyoming University working on a research project to develop recyclable polymers for 3D printing. They have come here to speak about additive manufacturing and show what the future has to offer with a look at their project. Hello again from your host, Ryan Moore, and hello to Dr. Quinteros and Dr. Monko. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you for hosting us. It's a pleasure to be on the show. What were some of the important developments that allowed for 3D printing to become a possibility? 3D printing technology is in existence largely due to the recent advancements in computers. Advancements in processing power, memory, and graphic capabilities allow computers to run the necessary computer aid design programs with relative speed and efficiency. Improvements in CAD programs are essential to the development of 3D printing. The development from early versions based off of wireframe modeling to newer programs which can now create complex 3D models allowed for the production of detailed parts. Essential to the process is the ability for newer CAD programs to convert the 3D model into layers which act as a guide for the printer. So, were computers the only thing holding 3D printing back from being developed sooner? No, other key developments had to be made involving printer heads and the materials that are printed by them. Improvements in printer heads allow for the printing of higher viscosity materials with increasingly better resolution. The larger diversity in the printing materials that can be printed allow for the higher durability in the final product. What are the steps of additive manufacturing? The first step is to create a 3D model of your object using computer-aided design, CAD, software. The second step is to convert the CAD drawing to standard tessellation language, STL. STL is a file format for 3D systems. The third step is to transfer your file to the computer that controls the additive manufacturing AM machine. The fourth step is to prepare the machine to print your object. Different machines require different preparations. The fifth step is to wait for the machine to finish building your project. The sixth step is to remove the finished object from the printer. The seventh step is post-processing. The final step is to start using your object. What are the different approaches to additive manufacturing? There are two different approaches, direct and binder 3D printing. Direct 3D printing is similar to your average printer. However, the tray that holds the object being printed or the nozzle ejecting the fluid is able to move up and down. Also, instead of ink, the material used to print are thick waxes or plastic polymers. Binder 3D printing is similar to direct 3D printing, however there is a main difference. It uses a dry powder coating and liquid glue to form each printed layer. The printer makes two passes to form a complete layer. First is the powder, then comes the glue. After the layer is complete, the tray lowers slightly and this process is repeated until the object is finished. What are the current uses of additive manufacturing? Today we are seeing an increasing amount of applications for the technology as industries look for alternative methods of manufacturing. Up until now it has been used for prototyping, casting, tooling, aerospace, and medical implants in automotive industries. How do these industries benefit from additive manufacturing? AM can create on-site and aid greatly in the design process. AM builds by particle which enables a large amount of control. We can save 90% of the material used when compared with the subtractive process. The final benefit of AM is that we can optimize components easily. What does the future of AM look like? There are many possibilities here. On a consumer scale, we could see cheap 3D printers in every home. We are looking at printing with difficult materials. In medicine, 
An advantage would be to print in cells. We could print full human organs and solve the global shortage for organ donations. Are there any challenges in the way of this? There are many different challenges that must be faced. To reach the new levels of complexity, we must design better software. There are issues of reliability of printers, affordability of materials, and lack of education about AM. These issues range from policy to engineering, so it's necessary to work together to solve these problems. Tell us about your research. Currently, 3D printed polymers cannot be recycled and are often toxic. We are looking to develop safer and cheaper polymers that can also be recycled when 3D printed. These polymers will greatly aid the diffusion of 3D printing into the mainstream. That is our time. Thank you, Dr. Monco and Quinteros, for this interview. Join us next time when we'll be looking at possible consequences of 3D printing.